marvelous Monday afternoon, my beloved brothers and sisters. I take this opportunity to welcome you again to listen to the book. This is a bi-weekly um, program on this podcast, and we welcome you today as you join us for our Bible study at this particular time. I am your Bible coach, your host, Brother Benji Stubbs, and as usual, we are coming to you from the beautiful city of Freeport, Grand Bahama. We're thankful also to have with us today our reader and the person of Mrs. Sabatisha P. Sturrock. We thank God for her assistance and her contribution to this particular effort. I invite you now to get yourselves ready as we look into the book of Ephesians. The Apostle Paul is known as the great Christian apostle and to him is attributed most of the book of the New Testament. And so, right now, get yourself prepared as we delve into this book of Ephesians. Welcome and um, let's study and enjoy our time together. And so we welcome you back to this podcast on the book of Ephesians. And as a, a manner of giving information, we're going to spend a few um, sessions in this particular book. This is called a family book and of all of the Apostle Paul's epistles we'll find that the book of Ephesians this book is filled with exhortation and instruction and encouragement and direction and reproof and so we thank God that we're able today to look into this gem of Ephesians and so we will call these um, sessions Gems from the book of Ephesians and we're delving right into chapter 6. And in our next um, session, we're going to go back and start at chapter 1. But for today, chapter 6, and we're going to ask our reader to turn to the, four, I think it's the 13th verse in this chapter. And let's give consideration to what the Apostle Paul tells us should be the armor that every Christian man and woman should wear as we confront the enemy. We do have an enemy, my brothers and sisters. And it's not your neighbor, and it's not the prime minister, it is not the president, it is not your boss. Your enemy is the devil himself. He is the arch enemy of the people of God. He is the fallen one. He is that old serpent, the dragon, that is ever ready. The Bible says he is as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. But we thank God that we have our own lion. He is known as the lion of the tribe of Judah. And by his power and by his might and by his salvific grace, we too can be victorious as our Savior was over this particular lion. And so let's turn now and listen to the book. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Notice we have to take the whole armor, not just a piece of the armor. And for... Um, for us, we should recognize that this armor is a more an uh, offensive um, um, discipline. Most of these articles that are in the armor are offensive. There's only one in particular that is seen as defensive, and that would be the shield, as we'll hear about in a minute. But we are not to look back. There is no backward trading in this fight. We go forward onward, forward, never giving up, never surrendering, and we will wage a good warfare in the grace of our Lord. Listen to the book. 
that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Truth is important. Girding your loins with truth is like a belt to make sure that your armor is stayed um, stabilized. And so the Bible advises us to keep truth as a belt around your loins, around your waist, to keep your pants up. If you have a pair of pants and your pants is too big, you don't have a belt, you're going to find yourself um, exposing yourself. And so the Apostle Paul uses the same analogy. He says, as the Roman soldier in his day had his loins girth about to hold his armor together, so we are to be girth about with the power of truth. Listen to the book. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate is exactly what it says. It covers your breast, your chest. And what is it that is in your breast or your chest? It is the heart. And the Bible tells us that we are to have the breastplate of righteousness. That means right doing. And our hearts should be pure and clean. And of course the heart there is a metaphor for our minds and our spirits. We should be thinking righteously, doing righteously. When we know to do right, we do right. And when we know better, we do better. And so we advise to have the breastplate of righteousness, not of wrongness, but of righteousness. Listen to the book. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You can't get pretty far without your feet. And we are to follow the path of peace, the gospel of peace, the gospel that we preach. Yes, it is the gospel of peace. And yet at the same time, our Lord says in chapter 10 of the book of Matthew that, yes, he is the Prince of Peace, but he said he's come to bring a sword. As a matter of fact, he says, from this time on, a man's enemies will be there of his own household, father against um, son, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. And then Jesus adds, a man's enemies will be there of his own household. But nonetheless, the word of God, the gospel of God is a peaceful gospel. It asks us to be peaceful. Um, the angels, when they sang at the birth of our Savior, it says, Peace on earth, goodwill and peace on earth from God and for the whole world. Listen to the book. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith he shall be, all, be able to quench all the fiery, fiery darts of the wicked. Above all, everything else, make sure you have the shield of faith. This is your defensive weapon. And what is faith? Faith is saying, God says it, I believe it. The book of Hebrews chapter 13, chapter 11 tells us clearly that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the foundation. And as the book of Romans says that faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing what? Hearing the word of God. And we have to exercise that faith. The devil will try to, we're told that the devil has the ability to present doubts or to suggest doubts and we're also told that doubt is the greatest insult to God because if we doubt God we're calling him a liar it's God you can't do this and God asked the rhetorical question is it anything too hard for the Lord to do and of course you and I know no there's nothing too hard for God to do and so you and I must exercise faith practice faith and how do we get faith faith comes by hearing and hearing what not Zedness news or CNN news. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so we have to take time and listen to the book.
and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit yes the helmet of salvation is an indication that our heads have to be filled with the knowledge of salvation do you know what it is that our God has done for us do you know in your mind how Jesus suffered on the cross for your salvation for your sins and mine it's the helmet of salvation the helmet was to protect the soldier from his head being injured whether by stone or some other missile and to protect him also from his head being stabbed with a sword or other sharp instruments and so we are admonished by the Apostle Paul to take the helmet of salvation and the salvation plan is something that every Christian should know for us as last-day believers we should know about the plan of salvation that involves the intercessory work of our Lord and Savior in the heavenly courts yes from the year 1844 to this very day our Savior has been in the innermost part of the sanctuary and he's been interceding and doing the work of judgment the judgment began in 1844 the year of our Lord 1844 October the 22nd and so we have to have this salvation plan known in our heads we must be familiar with it it's not something that we can inherit from our parents or study in some theological seminary but we must know this stuff from the book the Bible listen to the book which is the Word of God that's the sword of the Spirit the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God my brothers and sisters if you and I are going to be successful against the enemy we must fight with the sword of the Spirit this is the same sword the same weapon that our Lord and Savior Jesus used in Matthew chapter 4 he defeated the devil with it is written Jesus didn't use a bone arrow or a rifle gun he threw the Word of God back at the enemy and the enemy couldn't take it and so with us today if you want to be successful in this battle of sin and of the enemy of our souls we need to fight with the sword of the Spirit and that means that you and I must study the Bible we must study the Word we must take it in heart we must eat it and sleep it Jeremiah says thy words were found and they have become the joy and rejoicing of my heart Ezekiel said the Word of God was like honey in his mouth for sweetness John had the same experience in Revelation chapter 10 the Word of God was sweet is the Word of God sweet to you my brother my sister or is it just a novel we're told in Joshua chapter 1 verse 7 says this book of the law shall be in thy mouth and thou shalt meditate in it how often day and night and so I encourage you my brothers and sisters to take up the soul of the Spirit and imbibe the Word of God Jesus said you must eat his flesh and when asked my Savior what do you mean by that he said the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life and so it's incumbent upon us as believers to immerse ourselves in the word of truth we're told that we are to sink the shaft deep in the mind m-i-n-e of God's word and we can bring out of it things new and old so let's take unto us the whole armor of God as the this particular section of the epistle admonishes us and let us wear it proudly and let us be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and we've been guaranteed victory in this battle with sin Satan self and worldliness and so for our encouragement today I trust that you will make a commitment on a personal level 
they take unto you not a part or pieces, but the whole armor of God. And take time to be covered with the helmet of salvation. Lift up the sword of the Spirit. Shield yourself with the shield of faith. Put on the preparation of the gospel of peace on your feet. Have your loins girt about with truth. And remember that you need the breastplate of righteousness. May God bless you as you study his word and you put it in your hearts and let the Spirit of God lead you and guide you as we look and listen to the book. Amen.